the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. It is one thing to be failed by your elected officials when you didn't vote for them, when they are in office, because strange things happened in Wisconsin, Michigan, Georgia, Arizona. Uh, it's quite another when you are failed by elected officials in your own state, whom you elected, who have a super majority in the Ohio General Assembly a supermajority sufficient to override the veto of a governor who purportedly shares the same party affiliation with you as a conservative Republican. When you're failed by those elected officials, it is deeply troubling and an indictment of their stupidity. And unfortunately, that's what we have to talk about at the top of a Thursday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Thanks for joining us. You can take us with you wherever you go on the iHeartTuneInRadio.com app. Download our own app, 989FM, The Answer, what you search in the Google and iTunes stores. We spoke yesterday about House Bill 435 and that it was going to get a vote in the House and then it was going to go to the Ohio Senate and then we were going to have protection against vaccine mandates. Oh, it wasn't going to help us right away and it was certainly not really that consequential as it would seem. Hey, Ohio passed a vaccine mandate, anti-vaccine mandate bill. Great, fantastic. You mean like Texas? No, not quite like Texas. We don't have the acumen to understand the necessity of making such a bill emergency legislation so it doesn't have to wait 90 days to take effect like the bill that became effective yesterday, which was signed way back in July, that says you can't force someone to take a vaccine that does not have permanent approval. It was big news when they passed it. it. really wasn't that consequential because, as I said, there was a 90-day waiting period. That 90-day waiting period came to an end yesterday. But, of course, by then, the Pfizer vaccine had already been given permanent approval. But still, having an anti-vaccine mandate bill would serve us well going forward or would serve us well in 90 days. Let's say you changed jobs and you'd been working someplace where they didn't require a vaccine mandate. And 90 days from now, you went to a company that wants to require a vaccine mandate. But you say, oh, sorry, sorry, Bob Cup, the Ohio Speaker of the House, and Matt Huffman in the Ohio Senate, they got together and they protected my rights as an Ohio citizen, just like I elected them to do. See, that would have been nice if you could have done that 90 days from now, but you can't do that 90 days from now. You can't do it tomorrow. And you know what? 
you're apparently never going to be able to do it because these knuckleheads can't get together and do something where they have to compromise a little bit. So instead, they're going to do nothing. And guess what the result of doing nothing is? The will of the minority Democrats in the Ohio General Assembly. Oh, they're thrilled there's not going to be a vaccine mandate prohibition from the Ohio General Assembly. You watch with glee from afar as AOC and Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin fight it out in a dysfunctional United States Congress? Well, you don't need to look that far to find such dysfunction. We have it right here at Broad and High. What an epic fail by Bob Cup, Speaker of the Ohio House, to get the House together. I know you all have different agendas. Some of you want one thing. Some of you want another thing. And you might have to bend and you might have to compromise and you might not get everything you want. So you're willing to walk away and get nothing? And get nothing. So Mike DeWine wins and Amy Acton wins. Yes, I know she's not in office anymore, but she still wins because this is what she would want. And Sen- and House and Senate Democrats win. Disgusting. Disgusting. But that's where they are. And Bob Cup makes no bones about it. He says it's time to move on. Yeah, I will agree with you, Bob. It is time to move on. It is time to move on from you. It is time to move on from your other feckless, impotent colleagues who can't get this done, even though it is clearly the will of the citizens of the state of Ohio. What a fail. I don't like when I have to sit here and rip on Republicans because I have not even enough breath to go through all the stupid Democratic policies, agendas, and wish list items of a day. I don't need you to present me more content with your own ineptitude. But that's what you're doing. That's what they did. And now we won't have an anti-vaccine bill in Ohio of any way, shape, or form. Oh, I can't wait to see what Bob Cup thinks is more important than that. What could be more important? Unless it's keeping critical race theory out of schools. But see, thankfully... The people on the Ohio Board of Education have come to their senses, and it looks like we may not even need a state law for that because they have amended their stupid, reactionary, post-George Floyd reading, writing, and racism standards. That happened yesterday, too. It's about the only thing that happened legislatively yesterday that's good news. They have backed away from encouraging teachers and school systems to teach CRT. Now they say that schools cannot engage in any teachings that, quote, seek to divide. While that'll cut into the budget of the Kerwin Institute out at Ohio State, which loves to send its woke faculty members out to schools in the state of Ohio and get paid thousands of dollars at a time for telling the white teachers how racist they are just because they were born white and telling the black teachers how oppressed they are just because they were born black. You'll have to find a new hustle out there, all you Kerwin Institute faculty members like uh, Jeffries and others. 
That's the good news. But, man, what a fail by the Ohio General Assembly. I just can't fathom how they decide doing nothing is better than doing something. But that's what Bob Cup says. Uh, listen, Lima, I know he's probably a longtime favorite of yours. I'm for voting the bums out if they can't get that done. I mean, really, and just give up. Wow, Ooh, what a backbone you have, Bob Cup. Now yeah, we're moving on. I got frustrated. I can't waste my time on this. Much more important things to do. Really? Much more important things to do than keeping employers from violating your own bodily autonomy on what you put into your system. Much more important things to do than parroting if in unspoken actions rather than the spoken words, parroting the words of Joe Biden. Yeah, it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. People can't get a vaccine. Yeah. So you are putting up with that from Ohio employers by moving on, by bailing. That is uh, really, really the essence of the absence of a legislative backbone. They should be they should be ashamed. I doubt they are. Because what this proves beyond the shadow of a doubt is that the Speaker of the House, Bob Cup, and the Republican leadership in the Senate, Matt Huffman and others, are really almost less honorable than Democratic politicians. At least Democrats say the quiet part out loud. Make no bones about what they want to do. It's twisted. It's evil. But there is some honor in them being upfront about it. For the Republicans in the General Assembly to bail on this is essentially saying, eh, I know you guys care about it. We don't care. We don't care about you. We don't care about doing our job. We don't care about following through on what we promised to do for you when you elected us. That's um, that's discouraging. And that is where we are. Because we are not going to have, thanks to their lack of backbone, lack of will, lack of courage, lack of courage, we are not going to have an anti-vaccine mandate in the state of Ohio. We're not going to have it. They have one in Texas. They have one in Florida. They have good governors. They have good legislators. We don't. That's the takeaway from yesterday in the Ohio General Assembly. As is typical, the Biden administration has a simple, nonsensical cosmetic solution to the shipping problems that are threatening to make store shelves empty and are causing prices to rise all over the country. It's a proven phenomenon. The law of supply and demand. You know, years ago, I had an opportunity to go through an independently owned retail store. And this independently owned retail store bought one-of-a-kind merchandise from local craftsmen. And we were talking about a brand of granola 
that was manufactured locally in Northeast Ohio. And the differentiator on this granola was that it wouldn't break your teeth when you chewed it. It was soft granola, healthy granola. And the nice lady who owned the retail store said, I can't keep this in stock. So you know what that means, right? And I foolishly said, they got to make more. And she said, they can't make more. They're making all they can make. I need to charge more. Aha! Bruce got a lesson in the law of supply and demand. Her supply was limited. The demand she could make go up or down based upon the price of the goods and where the price reached when there would maybe be one package of granola left on the shelves when the new shipment came in, that was the perfect spot. Well, now, with more than 30 container ships stranded off the coast of California waiting to get into ports and to have those shipping containers unloaded and shipped across the country, prices are rising. Meat is up. Bacon is up. Cereal is up. Bread is up. Milk is up. Everything is up, okay? And the reason it's up is because they're trying to find that sliding scale between supply and demand. Well, Joe Biden is wearing his cape and flying in to rescue us. He's going to make the ports of L.A. and Long Beach stay open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That way... All those container ships that can't get unloaded, well, they can come in at, I don't know, 7 p.m., 7 a.m., 10 p.m., 10 a.m., whenever they want to come in, they can come in. Joe Biden is going to, he thinks, supply more goods to the United States of America. I mean, after all, the ports are open. Yeah, great idea, Joe, except unloading a cargo shipping container in the dark, is a highly specialized skill. Crane operators do not grow on trees. You can't just invent them like you can print trillions of dollars in American currency or create it digitally. So Joe Biden's announcement yesterday at the White House that, well, we're just going to keep those ports open all the time. Great, great. Do you have truck drivers? Do you have dock workers? Do you have crane operators? No, I got to go watch Matlock. It's probably Joe's response to that. The need for people, I'm telling you right now, I'd be interested in knowing. 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. If you have a CDL, commercial driver's license, aren't you sitting pretty right now? Isn't there like an amazing demand for your skills? I got a mailer, a mailer last night from a cement company. We'll pay for your CDL. Come work for us. Home every night. 401k. Health, dental, vision. I mean, I've never applied to be a cement truck driver. Okay? I've never applied to be a truck driver. This was a general mailing. Now, I know a little bit about how direct mailing works. Direct mailing is something you do Hoping, hoping against hope 
that you get a 2% return. You mail out 100 flyers, you're hoping you get two phone calls. You're thrilled if you get two phone calls. So the hit rate on these things is not very good, not very high. And you only engage in that kind of activity if you're not getting any applications through conventional means. You're not getting anybody answering your one ads, whether they're online or whether they're in some other form. When you go direct mail looking for concrete truck drivers, like there's a very small number of people who know how to drive a cement truck. You're so desperate you're sending out a mailer to try to find them or to pay for them to learn how to become one? I would just keep the ports open. The ports, that'll fix it. That'll fix it. Now, the reason why they don't really want to propose a fix is because this is not a problem that really touches them. You know this because Joe Biden's chief of staff, Ron Klain, retweeted a tweet from a Harvard professor yesterday. The Harvard professor was trying to appease Joe Biden's failures as commander-in-chief and as the person who is uh, chiefly wrecking our American economy. The Harvard professor said, well, uh, you know, you wouldn't have these problems if the unemployment rate was still 10%. As if, hey, you peasants, be glad there are jobs that you can work. Sure, you have to pay 60% more for beef right now, and the other cost of goods is up, and gas is up a dollar a gallon, but just be glad you have a job. That was what that was. And Joe Biden's chief of staff retweeted that. So they don't really care. And they often do say, I said in the first segment, Democrats often say the quiet part out loud. And the quiet part is, they kind of want to spend us into a disastrous situation. Jen Psaki confirmed it the other day. The president wants to make fundamental change in our economy, and he feels coming out of the pandemic is exactly the time to do that. And if we don't do it now, if we don't address uh, the cost of child care, to go back to Josh's question earlier, if we don't uh, address the climate crisis, if we don't ensure that universal pre-K is a reality now, uh, we're, we're not going to have the same opportunity to do it for some time. She knows their time's limited. Like they got till the midterms to cram through all their crap and spend us into oblivion. Typically, if you have agenda items that cost a lot of money, you would wait for a period of prosperity. And I think a lot of us thought that period of prosperity was coming in the aftermath of the pandemic. Economy's ready to bounce back. People are ready to go back to work. But instead, no, no, we're not bouncing back. And so are they changing their strategy? No, of course not. We're going to spend money. Spending money by the government makes inflation worse. Inflation is out of control. They said it was temporary. Now they say it's not temporary. Are they going to stop spending money to get inflation under control? No, because you heard her. We're committed to the to the policies. We're committed to universal pre-K. We're committed to free child care. We're committed to free community college. We're going to make that happen. And if it breaks the country, so what? Then you all sit at home and happily wait for your check from Uncle Sam. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.